What is going on, you guys? I go by the name of Unknown. And I go by Eddie. And you are, and listening, you are listening to the to Pipe, the Pipe Bomb, Bomb Podcast. Podcast. And this is our NXT review from the January 15, <clears throat> 2020 episode. And let's just jump right into this shit. And we're gonna I'm gonna start off by saying AEW yet again beat NXT in the viewers and the age demographic. But NXT yet again had the better show. In yep. my opinion, they just did. They just had the better show. And like I know a lot of people are saying that, oh, but the NXT does the same shit with spots and all of that. And I'm like, it, it varies. It really varies. It depends. Because sometimes in certain NXT matches, certain things get spotty and other things, you know, but whatever. That's another argument for a different day. But we're going to get right into the, the episode, into the review. The first segment of the night, Keith Lee comes out. It's an amazing reaction. They're chanting it. As soon as they hear all bask in his glory, everybody is losing their minds. You know? And, like, he's talking, cutting this promo, saying that next week he's going to beat Roderick Strong to become the the North American champion. And then he mm-hmm. gets interrupted by the Undisputed Era. And what I liked about this introduction is that even though Keith Lee cut a, a promo, right, and it was decent, you know, Undisputed Era comes out, Adam Cole is like, no, 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 whatever. They, they didn't even say a lot of words, and they just get right into the action, right into the fighting, like no words is on site. And they start jumping Keith Lee, fucking that's him up badly. Like. Right, that, that, that's what I like, get into the action, get into the storytelling, get into that crazy, like, you know, you, you don't got to spend 20 minutes, 10 minutes into telling a story. All you need is the first seven, 10 minutes about in the start or somewhere in the middle of the show and get certain storylines, you know? And this this going into next week, now Keith Lee is hurt. Then, you know, they put his, they start jumping him. Um, then Roger Strong gets a chair. Then he puts the chair, he puts um, Keith Lee's ankle within the chair. Then he jumps from the middle rope and then stomps on his fucking ankle and just destroys his ankle. Then Tommaso Ciampa comes out, then Undisputed Era flee the ring. Then Tommaso Ciampa comes to the rescue of, of Keith Lee. It was a very strong, strong opening. But you're you're probably, people are going to wonder why I ranked this so low. I rated this a 7 out of 10. You wonder why. I'm going to tell you why. If somebody just, kayfabe-wise, like destroyed my ankle, and, it, and it's done. Why did I get up and put... Why did Keith Lee get up and put his full weight on it? Granted, he's limping around and shit, right? But it's like, if you if your leg is completely dumb, your ankle is done, right? In my opinion, what should have been done just to keep the realism of what just happened, right? They could have just had Tommaso Ciampa on the floor trying to help up Keith Lee. And then Keith Lee is like tiptoeing and then he did he barely takes a step or two and then Keith Lee collapses to show like okay prior to the championship match he may be hurt he, he's not going to be 100% going into the match and that adds another level on top of the story that they're trying to tell and in going into the match you know what I'm trying to say and yeah. I, I feel like in my opinion that kind of hurt I don't know if I'm being too nitpicky about it 
right? But I, it's just the littlest thing. It's just, it's just the little thing, right? But like, and for for instance, right? And and this 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 is just me. This is just me, right? When Rikishi ran over Stone Cold with with with, with the fucking car, right? Did Stone Cold like five minutes later just jump right the fuck up? Nope. No, he was he laid down the fuck down like like he he could be dead, right? He was selling it. He was, he was selling, selling it. it. He was selling it, right? The same thing with an ankle. Why would you, why would it, like, if someone broke my ankle, right, kayfabe-wise, if someone broke my ankle, why would I jump right back up to my feet and putting full weight on my ankle when to the crowd, my leg just, my leg is done. My ankle is fucked. You know what I'm trying to say? That, that was just, I don't know if I'm being too nitpicky about it, but I just feel like if he would have sold it, that that injury or that angle a little bit more, right? It would be maybe 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 he tanked it since you know he's strong. Maybe he tanked it and it hurt him for a little time. No, bro, know, like, I don't give a fuck if 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 you're fucking eight foot one. If I break your ankle, I bro- I broke your ankle. I don't give a fuck. Let's be honest, bro. It doesn't matter how tall you are, how small you are. You break your ankle, is you it, gonna it's gonna fucking hurt. He sold it. He did sell it with the ah, whatever. But then you get up right after, like quickly, and putting full weight on it and shit. I don't know. Like I gave it a seven out of ten. That's just me being nitpicky. But hey, I still, I still, I still enjoyed the angle because now next week, now we're like now if they did, if he did that, what they what I should see next week from Keith Lee because you know how 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 he wears the boots right the like the boots up to the calf almost. Where's where's like shoes and no 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 tape? no 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 have the boot have he's gonna wear the boots right but have us see the tape wrapped around at least halfway or like a little bit above his boot to show like oh he he's still feeling the effects of last week so and then that mm-hmm. way you get like um Beth Phoenix and um McGinnis because he wasn't there he was getting some R and R and then you get Monaro saying oh like you still you see the effects. Of what Roger Strong and Undisputed Era did to Keith Lee last week. You know, that you see his leg taped up. So that way to the to like a regular viewer or people returning to see the match, they could see like, damn, his leg is fucked up. I don't know how is he gonna win. I hope he wins though. I really want him to win. You know? But yeah, that that, that those are just my two cents about that whole little thing. Then we get into the first match of the night, and it was a first round. Dusty Road Tag Team Classic, and it was the team of Pete Dunn and Matt Riddle versus the team of Matt Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. This match, wait, was it Mark Andrews? Or... I think it's Mark or Matt. I don't know. I'm. I think. No, it's yeah. It was Mark. Mark. It was Mark, it's Mark Andrews. Andrews. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but like, man, both of both teams look really strong. Even even um Flash Morgan and Mark Matt whatever. Even though that that they lost the match, they still looked very strong in defeat, which is a lot of times, in my opinion, it's hard to do. Like a certain wrestlers, I don't think they could pull it off. I don't think like how 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 can I say it? Like you know how like sometimes when a wrestler loses, and it's like damn they lost badly, and now they gotta build up mm-hmm. again. When some when other cases it'll be like it's like a a fantastic match. And doesn't matter who lose, they both look strong. Right. 
You know what I'm trying to say? So, like, e- e- even in defeat, even in defeat, Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan look really strong. The thing that I really like about this um, match, I forgot what point it was. Um, I think it was Mark Andrews. He went to go jump over. He, w- he went to go for, I think, a, a tope or su- whatever, suicide dive tope to um, Matt Riddle on the outside. Matt Riddle caught him and did his finisher on the outside. And Pete Ooh. Dunn, the, the selling from both teams was just really, really, really good. I, think, I really enjoyed. I think their match. teams called the the Broser Yeah, the Broser Yeah, you saw the the, the, the shirt. The shirt is fire. It's like yeah. half the wolf and half the that bear thing that Pete Dunn does that he goes by. Yeah, that shit is fire. Yeah. Like I'm really enjoying this this um this Dusty Road Taxing Classic. I'm really enjoying this. On shit. top of that, on top of that, uh, wait. So wait, so the Broserweight team won, and they eliminated Mark Andrews and uh, Morgan, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. The match was – I gave this match a 9 out of 10. Yeah. I, 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 I saw the I, – I, I, the... like, I already know people are going to be like, oh, but for AEW, you never gave AEW 9 out of 10 match. because I think the only match I've gave ever, ever, I think in the AEW contest was Cody versus Dustin. I think that was the only I was match yep. – I think that was the only match I saw – where I was like, this is a nine out of ten to ten out of ten fucking perfect match. Because you you can feel the emotion. Yeah, you just feel the emotion too. and every even in the end when he was like, I don't I don't need a friend, I need my brother. And then he starts crying during the like that. Just you know what I'm gonna say. But I already know yeah. people are gonna be like, oh, but you 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 fucking dick sucking NXT giving nine out of tens and shit. It was a good match. It was a good match. What do you want me to say? It was a very good match. A, a good match deserves a good match right Yeah. Honestly. It is what being, it is. We're just being And then, then the NXT gives me a match where I have to give it a 6 out of 10, like I've been doing for certain AEW shows. Especially Raw. Then I'm going to give you... Exactly. Raw. Raw smack. Bro, we, we, guys, you guys don't understand. We we favor... We want Raw and SmackDown to do better than NXT. No lie. And, and it's, and it's not even that. Shows. Exactly. It's not even that we don't want NXT to succeed. It's just that they're always putting, they're always having 10 out of 10, 9 out of 10, 8 out of 10 matches <clears throat> almost every weekend. Every takeover, and, bro, is it's some of the best wrestling shows on the planet. And as un- unfortunate as it is, it sucks. I'm not shitting on NXT, but NXT is doing way better than Raw and SmackDown. Not as and viewers. Supposed to be the not as viewers, but just overall entertainment. Not as viewers, but con- yeah, yeah, content, entertainment, the storylines, like the matches, like Raw is just complete dog yep. shit put together. SmackDown is the B show, as unknown mentioned a couple podcasts ago. It's just like, bruh, it's sad. Like, come on now. Yeah, but. Man, like, I gave, like, right back into NXT, like, I gave this match a 9 out of 10. It was really, really good. And Pete Dunne and Matt yeah. Riddle won, and they advanced in the um, Tag Team Classic. And I think they they faced Imperium next week, I believe. So it's Pete Ooh. Dunne and Matt Riddle versus Imperium next week. That's going to be a hell of a fucking match. Hell oh, of yeah. a match. Then we get, and it's a segment, right, with Tommaso Ciampa. He comes out and says that he knows that Adam Cole has a hit list but he has a hit list of his own, and Adam Cole's name is on it. Undisputed Era comes out. They don't even say a fucking word. It's just mean mugging, and they just jump Champa. And Champa's trying to fight off, trying to fight off, trying to like fight a, off. Like a pack just of wolves. Just a pack wolves, of literally. wolves just attacking their prey. And Johnny Gargano comes out to help out Champa. Fucking yes. DIY reunion. Little DIY reunion. I loved it. Yeah, and then when... when, when um. 
when Gargano was in the corner and Champa looked at Gargano like, we're going to do it. Then he goes, and then they both do that super kick shit that they always do. And they did it to, I think, Roderick Strong. Or, no, it, it was Bobby Fish. They did it too. Man, like, that whole segment, it was just a quick promo, believable. And Undisputed Era comes out. No time for talking. We, we, we want the fucking smoke. We're trying to shoot the fade. And it's on site. And I gave this, I gave this whole segment an 8 out of 10. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Was, it I, was I like, straight to uh, the point. The, like, like, just like I said, the promo was, was believable by Champa. Undisputed Era didn't say anything. All they did was look at Champa, and we, you already knew, like, okay, it's about to go down. And they just started wilding. just fucking chaos. And, Pandemonium. yeah, it was, I, I just love that segment. Then we get into the second match of the night, and it was another first-round Dusty Road taxing classic. Oh, and it was the Time Splitters. The no, yeah, it was the Time Splitters. It was Alex Shelley. And Kushida versus the Grizzled Young Vets. And I'm going to say this. It was an amazing. This was probably like my favorite match of the night. It wasn't in a reunion yeah. between Kushida. Yeah. And JR, if you're listening, he said on Twitter that the wrestling fans are smarter so they should know who Luther is, right? Monaro, during um on com- um, the commentary, right? He literally said, for God, for the people at home that don't know who Alex Shelley is, Alex Shelley what, is the longtime best friend of, of Kushida, and they were two-time IWPG champions in New Japan pro, pro Wrestling, right? The best tag team in the world at one point, and they lost their titles to an up-and-coming Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, the now undisputed era. And wouldn't it be nice for Alex Shelley and, and Kushida to win so that way they face the undisputed era in the next in the in the um what you call it in um the, the semifinals in the Dusty Road yeah. um taxi classic. That's all you need to do because if people didn't know who Alex Shelley was, Monaro just told you who he is, who he was and what he has accomplished, right? He shouted in, in him two, out in two minutes, two, three minutes, that's all it takes. Two minutes and you just put them over. And, and they then, put an amazing and match. JR, and then JR's like and then JR gets Bahar. Who? I was like, the New Day? Is New Day here? My goodness. But, man, like, back to the match. Like, the whole match, I, I, I can't say nothing. Like, I, I was mad at first, right, that they lost. The Alex Shelley and Kushida lost. I was mad that they lost. I was like, fuck, I didn't want them to lose. Now, like, you just, like, because normally, like, when people debut or they come back or they just sign to the company, they don't lose their first match. Right. You know what I'm trying to say? So for them to lose, it was kind of like, mm, like it, it, it kind of the crowd was like, fuck, like it, they were like they were pissed. It went from like, wow, this match is amazing to like, are you serious? The grizzled vets, the grizzled young vets won. Are you kidding me? That's literally how how the crowd turned real quick, right? But the match was amazing, and my thing is. I, I'm not mad. I was mad at first when they lost, when the time splitters lost. But I'm, I got to thinking, what happens if the next, in the, in, in the semifinals, the Undisputed Era lose, right, to the Grizzled Young Vets, right? And then they put, like, their tag team championship on the line and take over Portland, and we get time splitters versus Undisputed Era. That'd be cool. That, that would be, I, I wouldn't, I, I, I would love to see that. I, I would love to see that. So part I would part two, two yeah, match. I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad. That's why I started thinking afterwards. Like I was mad at first, like damn, 
they really put him to lose. But when I started thinking of what of what um um Monaro said, saying that they lost to Undisputed Era in Japan, and wouldn't it be nice to face him again and to get their their their, their revenge? You know, so I I hope yeah. if they do go this route by putting them in like a feud or whatever, I hope it leads into something at like um at Takeover Portland. I wouldn't mind that. And um the Grizzly Young Vets won. I gave this match a nine out of ten. I've really enjoyed this match. I give it a nine. I, out of I've 10. really enjoyed this match. Then we get into the third match of the night, and the winner advances to the cruiserweight championship match at Worlds Collide. And it was a fatal four-way. So it's Angel Garza put, putting his title on the line, right? And um, it's basically, it's going to be two from NXT and two from NXT UK. So the first one that was in it is Angel Garza because he's the champion. We don't know the other two of um, from the NXT UK, but we do know from this triple threat match that happened, Leo Rush versus Tyler Breeze versus Isaiah Swerve Scott, the winner was Isaiah Swerve Scott. Um, I like this match. I'm going to be like, I like this match, but like, like a lot of people are like, yo, that, that, that triple threat was just amazing. It was just fantastic. And I saw it and it was, it was, it was good, but it wasn't like, oh my God, it was amazing. Like, I'd rather go back and watch the Alex Shelley and Kushida versus the Grizzled Young Vets again, or Matt Riddle versus, um, and, and Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. You know what I'm trying to say? I'd rather go watch those matches yeah. back than the triple threat. Not saying the triple threat was bad. It was really good. I like the I like the transition. Um I like I like one of the transitions where um Isaiah Swerve Scott was gonna like spear Leo Rush through like the rope or some shit or do a tope. Then Leo Rush backflip off the apron and then Isaiah Swerve Scott jumped over the top rope and flipped with him. And they just looked at each other like you motherfucker. And they, and they both landed it. Perfect. Perfect. And then they just looked at each other like, you motherfucker. You, mother- you want to shoot the fainers? Go. And they just started going at it. Like, I like that spot in the match. Um, Tyler Breeze was just getting his ass kicked. Even though he, he was looking strong in certain spots of the match. Yeah. Um, I really, I liked the match. It wasn't my favorite match of the night. I gave it an 8 out of 10. But the winner, the winner was Isaiah Swerve yes. Scott. And he, he uh, is advancing in the Fatal 4-Way at... At Worlds uh, Collide. It was a World, World yeah. Collide. All right. Mm-hmm. Then after this, they show like some um thing from Rhea Ripley where at um Kathy Kelly shooting my shot where she asks her saying like um who do you hope wins the battle royal which is the main event and she basically said it doesn't matter who wins I'm gonna I'm just gonna defeat them right so then he goes up backstage and then in the parking lot and then I think it's Kathy Kelly again I believe where somebody else is one of the other um backstage. Um, interviewers, and there were Johnny Gargano saying, you know, about his match with Finn Balor, whatever. Tommaso Ciampa says, hey, thank you for earlier. You know, then they basically say, like, you saw what Trent Seven and Tyler Bates said one more time, DIY, and Ciampa's like, yeah, one more time. So now, it's official. Our worlds collide. It's Mustache Mountain, Trent Seven, and Tyler Bates versus DIY. That match, I can't wait for that at Worlds Collide this Saturday. Oof. I want to see that super kick knee strike combination I again. I can't wait for that fucking match. Then Keith Lee comes out of nowhere. This is was my point. He comes running. You just had your ankle broken in the beginning of the show, and now you're running full speed, throwing motherfuckers through bushes and shit. 
That's why I gave he that shit like a, such a low rating because like you're not selling it. Like kayfabe wise, you're not selling it. You got your ankle destroyed, but you're running at full speed with no problem. Wait, who did he put through the bush? Was it? Nah, Roger? He, I think he put a security guard. Oh, because yeah, they were just wearing a black shirt and there was no yellow. It had like it was a black shirt and it said security. And the you know yeah, but then we get into the main event, which was the women's battle royal, and the winner goes on to face Rhea Ripley at TakeOver Portland. And my God, bro. NXT has the best women's division on the fucking planet. You can argue with me in the comment section. You could be an AEW mark. You could be whatever mark you want to be. But NXT has the best women's division on the face of this Fucking planet, and this this battle I don't not really a, a fan of battle royals that much because you know on the main roster is always fucking corny and shit you know mm-hmm. but I really enjoyed this fucking battle royal because like in the beginning I kind of rolled my eyes like a battle royal why couldn't they just do like a, a a gauntlet or some shit yep you know but I still like this fucking thing. Just to list off a few people that were in this fucking battle royal, it was Candice LeRae, Mia Yim, Bianca Belair, and the return, Casey Conrazaro, I believe. And then we get the debut of Mercedes Martinez. Wait. What happened? Kathy Catanzaro? Yeah. Was it Kathy Catanzaro? Oh, that's Rachel Shea's girlfriend. Uh, wife. Or girlfriend. girlfriend, wife, Bian- whatever. Fiance, whatever. Then we get the debut of Mercedes Martinez. Io Shirai, Tegan Knox is back. Shayna Baszler makes a surprise return and joins the and enters the battle royal. And I really enjoyed this match, especially when it got to the part when it was um Shayna Baszler and Mercedes Martinez just going off like T and all, like throwing forearms and strikes and kicks. Bro, literally all they did was look at each other, and the crowd was like holy shitting the moment. All they did was look at each other before they threw us a, a single punch. All they did was just look. Stand damn near nose to nose, and the crowd was ho- was holy shitting the ma- that part. I really enjoyed this this damn thing, and then we get into the final four. I forgot who eliminated freaking um Basil. I forgot, but then she got eliminated right after. Oh, it was Eo. It was Eo. It was Eo. No, it, it was the girl with green hair. It wasn't Eo. It was the girl with green hair because she didn't get eliminated. She got dragged. From the bottom rope and got super kicked outside during the, like in somewhere in the middle of the match. I forgot her fucking name, but she eliminated Shayna Baszler. Then she got eliminated by EO. Then the last two in the match was EO and Bianca Belair. The crowd was they wanted they were like they were like going crazy for EO, and they wanted her to win. Right? And just the back and forth that her and Bianca Belair had, like, Bianca Belair has gotten better. Um, If I'm going to be honest. She has gotten better in the ring. Right? But if you were to tell me two weeks ago that she's going to be the first competitor or the first rivalry that Rhea Ripley is going to have for her belt, I would have looked at you like you smoking dick. And it's not even to say Bianca Belair is bad. It's just that probably wouldn't have been the first person to come to mind. You know what I'm trying to say? 
The match was overall yeah. good. The winner was Bianca Belair. I gave this match a nine out of ten. I like this. This yeah. match, like this, this whole episode was just fucking phenomenal, man. Like, so what did you rate this episode of NXT? Uh, <clears throat> I would have given it an eight out of ten. Same. If that Keith Lee, if the Keith Lee thing didn't happen. I would have gave it a at least a nine. nine yeah, a like if that key, if that opening segment started off strong, it's just that if he would have sold it a little bit more, just I, I know I'm being picky, but like I, I don't know. I just wish that he would have sold it more. Um, out like the whole rating for this episode was eight out of ten. NXT just constantly puts out the better shows, even though that they're 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 losing viewers and shit, you know. But mm-hmm. anyway, guys, that is all for our NXT review. If you're new to the channel, be sure to subscribe to our channel. Hit that notification bell so you know whenever we go live or we post reviews, predictions, or any content that we, we post on our channel. And if you enjoy listening to this NXT review, be sure to like the video and in the comments. Let us know. Did you like NXT? Did you hate NXT? Did you even watch NXT? Or were you watching AEW instead? Let us know in the comment section down below. I go by the name of Unknown. And I go by Eddie. Now I got one thing to tell y'all. Pipe bomb. Pipe bomb.